This is the Ron Show on America One Radio. So back to the Biden documents, classified documents, kerfuffle. If there's one thing that I would say that I sort of shake my head at, do the whole face palm thing, it's that Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, did say that Donald Trump was rather irresponsible with clinging to classified documents. Here's how that went down. Have you been briefed, sir, on the top secret documents that were found at Mar-a-Lago? No. No one has come to you to warn you that important national security secrets were revealed by the storage of those documents at the former president's home. I have not personally spoken to anyone on that, in that regard. I'm sure my administration is aware of all of that, and so is the National Security Council, but I have not. Were you notified of the FBI's execution of a search warrant at Mar-a-Lago? No, not ahead of time. The FBI spread the documents out on a floor to make a record of what was found. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. Mm. And you don't know what was in those documents? I have not asked for the specifics of those documents because I don't want to get myself in the middle of whether or not the Justice Department should move or not move on certain actions they can take. I, I've agreed I would not tell them what to do and not, in fact, engage in telling them how to prosecute or not. Well, this is one of those crow moments, right? This is, unfortunately, one of those crow moments. Is it also irresponsible, Mr. President, that you yourself had classified documents in your office at your think tank? Not just from last year, but this was stuff that he had to have had in 2017 when he worked from the think tank until he started running for president in 2020. Remember, he's out of office January 20th, 2016. I mean, I don't expect there to be any aha moments from whatever he had, and I don't expect there to have been, you know, some sort of uh, uh, evil or, uh, or plot for personal gain or anything like that. It just doesn't strike me as something that uh, Joe Biden would do, but it's a bad look. And now it's a bad look that a GOP-controlled House of Representatives are going to feast on like rabid jackals. So there you go. There you go. You got to be careful. I, I, listen, I, I can't sit here and preach about what documents one should and shouldn't have because I, you know, I don't deal with classified documentation and I'm sure in the haste of packing stuff up, things happen. Documents that you're not meant to have, you're not meant to have. I mean, how many, how many of us have had to clear our desks out after a business closes or you've lost a job or moved on to another job and you, you took something that wasn't your, it happens. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it happens. It's one thing though, when it's a few documents, again, I'm going to point that it's one thing when it's a few documents and quite another one, it's 20 plus boxes 
and the National Archives keeps asking for it back, and you keep back and forthing with them about whether or not you declassified it. And when did that happen, sir? I mean, these are apples and oranges scenarios, but this is one of those moments where as Democrats, we have to just, you know, hand a, hand a face and go, ugh, you don't want to give those jackals something to prey on. And that's exactly what they're going to do. So be ready for that. Another thing to be ready for, the jump in the price of gas in the state of Georgia by 29 cents, and it's not Joe Biden's fault. (laughs) The state's fuel tax uh, will be restored uh, at midnight Wednesday uh, after 10 months of the tax being dropped, which uh, Governor Brian Kemp did to ease the sting of those then-climbing prices. Now, according to the AJC, the fuel tax coming back could push the price per gallon Above $3 again, but prices shouldn't immediately jump everywhere. In fact, depending on where you shop, you may not see much of a jump at all. Some stations have padded those profits a little bit more than others, and you may see some absorption. Well, you won't see it at all, but there may be some absorption, which will mean that you won't see the price of gas jump by $0.30. Cents. Uh, Tuesday, AAA reported the average cost of regular unleaded fuel in Georgia, two eighty one per gallon. The average in Metro Atlanta. Now, back in March, when the General Assembly gave the governor the power to suspend the gas tax, uh, the gas, the price of gas in Metro Atlanta was around four dollars and twenty-eight cents a month. So we're looking at a a buck fifty-two uh, drop in the average price of gas since then. And uh, throughout the state, you've seen some similar changes, and so that twenty-nine cents gas tax will start impacting the price of fuel again midnight Wednesday. So I'm telling you, y- you may want to go get some gas tonight. If you need to get gas, go fuel up. It, it'll save you, what, thirty, nearly 30 cents a gallon, uh, give or take, depending on where you live. Uh, by the way, yesterday, Stacey Abrams was on the Drew Barrymore show, and Drew asked this question. So what's next? Are you going to run again? Are you going? Like, are you? do we get to look forward to this and galvanize <laughs> I, I, again? I, I will likely run again. Yeah! I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> so, so there's also this to point out, by the way. The Abrams campaign is about $1.4 million in debt, starting right out the gate with that to deal with. And listen, she can fundraise like crazy from throughout the country and make that up in a matter of, I don't know, an afternoon of, call, of, of cold calling or, or calling uh, some friends. What do you think? Are we, are we ready for a third run for Stacey Abrams? Uh, tweet us at RonshowATL. Let us know what you think. Are we ready for a third run uh, from the Stacey Abrams camp? Given everything that has happened post mortem, the what was it? How many how many tweets was that? Uh, the Loring uh, Grow Wargo was it fifty something tweets? Are we ready? <sighs> I don't know. Then again, we've got you know three and a half years to kind of let that all wash over us and subside and whatnot, and decide from there. We do know this: Stacey Abrams is a force to be reckoned with. If for no other reason, behind the scenes, she is fantastic at organizing voters and getting folks to the polls, getting folks registered to go to the polls, and here we go. Already, we're talking nearly four years out about what the 2026 gubernatorial race could shape up to look like. And will there be someone on the left who challenges her in a primary? Who would that person be? Personally, I'm not a fan of the optics of this. A Hollywood cozy celebrity talk show instead of here in Atlanta or in Georgia. It just feeds into the narrative that the last race still has residue on our fingerprints from. All right, 
Thread Atlanta Board President Darren Givens on with us next to talk urban planning here in the ATL. Exciting stuff. More Ron Show on America One Radio after this.